All right. What's up, everybody? Hello. What's up, fellas? How's it going, Nick? Oh, we're back. We're back from Mexico. Ah, you're looking a little more tan. Appreciate I got a little it. more yeah, tan myself. <laughs> Mike got Mike Carlin on the set today. He uh, he is in town for um, for an IGL training event, marine training that we're having here in shop. Uh, Mike, you want to go ahead and introduce yourself for maybe the ones that don't know you? Yeah. The, the couple out there that maybe don't know you. So, One or two. I'm Mike yeah. with IGL Coatings, uh, sales rep and trainer for IGL Coatings. So uh, like Dustin said, we're in town. If you're in the Alabama area, Florida, whatever, we're going to be hosting the marine training tomorrow so, yeah. at Dustin's shop. So get a hold of us if you want to. Come on over and learn a little bit of new tricks. Yeah, it's going to be a good one. You know, we're going to take the experience and the, you know, the what we tips and tricks that we've learned over the last 10 years in marine training. I mean, in marine detailing and show that in a training. And we've done trainings before. I've done them. I've, I've never done. Let's see. No, I've never done a specific marine training myself here. Um, we've done them other other places. I did one in Orlando for the IDA. Um, and also it's going to be a good one. It's going to be a good one because my staff, a couple of my team members are going to be here and, and helping the guys. And, and I think that's going to be a really cool, um, you know, kind of twist to it. So it ought to be a good one. Yeah. Mike, when's the next uh, training up North here? You know, it's like, everything's so far away. You guys got to bring something <laughs> up here. We have Kentucky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How far are you from Kentucky? I don't even know that that's at least uh, a, yeah, six, <laughs> five, six hour drive. Yeah. Oh, you know, I, won't, I won't go into a lot, but there are some things being worked on so that we can get some trainings. Oh, yeah. To everybody. Why we, we can't yeah. tease it like that. Get into give them a little more than that. Well, right. We'll just say we're working on it. We're, yeah. Okay. We'll we'll, uh, we'll come on live when we're ready and uh, we'll I, get something near you. I hope Brian Mildred is listening to that and we say we're working on so, it because that's one of his favorite things that like we've said anytime he asks. I don't something. think he's watching. He just sent me a message that um, he's at the casino. So That's sorry, dog. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> well, look, you know, um, we talked a little bit. I was actually jumped on last week and, and uh, talked about the conversation that we were going to have this week about pricing. And and that is the real reason we wanted to bring Mike Carlin on today. He has a very unique pricing approach, and his is flat rate. Everything's the same. How much is uh, everything at your shop? It's like? $1,500. $1,500 for anything and everything at his shop. So that's what we wanted to bring his wealth of knowledge into the set today. You, you charge him at the door, right, before they even yeah. start. It's <laughs> prepay. in the yeah. door. And it, <laughs> need to you just charge the next 1500 so then three three thousand three thousand yeah so <laughs> no it's uh you know if we joke about that all the time because you know we mike gets a lot more calls than i do he does he you know just deals directly with a lot of detailers and a very common question is how much should i charge for this and so me and mike kind of you know we've had a few jokes back and forth because you answer that question so many times like i think we're just going to tell everybody 1500 bucks and so anyways we never do that when we love for you guys to reach out we don't want to make it sound like it hinders us but it's just funny you know it's yeah. and it's obviously an issue in our industry we people are struggling our guys are struggling with pricing and understanding how to price so i felt like if we use this show to discuss each one of our pricing modules like how we think about it how we came up with it you know what you know and maybe that will help them understand maybe how to look at their pricing and then at the end of it we kind of break it down and how you should be able to calculate your pricing to know if you're making money because at the end of the day that's what matters right do we want to start with the question to mike be like how do we let's see that answer what is that what does he usually give people when he gets that question there what's the other than yeah. the 1500 yeah so like i mean yeah somebody calls you up and says hey man uh how much would you charge for this black 2500 ceramic coating 
how, I mean, where do you, where do you, where <laughs> do you go, go for that? What book do you open, you know? And is it page 38? That's the GMC yeah. 1500. And so, I mean, my, uh, the way I figure that out is one thing I look at my cost of my material. Yeah. And I times it by three. Okay. Gotcha. So gotcha. If I know I'm going to have, uh, a certain ceramic that's going to cost 200 for yeah. that material. I'm going to, that's my 600. And what that really does is it covers my material mm -hmm. and it covers my ceramic side of things. Okay. And then I have to start looking at my paint correction and all the other stuff that's going to happen. That's, that's my hourly rate. What I always tell my installers um, is it's okay to have two different shop rates mm -hmm. because you have a specialty thing that you're working on versus just maybe detailing. Absolutely. Um, and it's a yeah. different, it's, it's, it's a whole different skill set. Mm -hmm. you know, we need to get paid for our skill set. Plus the materials that go into that skill set. So yep. if I'm cleaning a car um, and I'm not taking anything away from it, but I can train somebody to clean a car pretty easily. Well, and a, yeah, I'll that's a beginner level yeah, detail. I'll have some details into it and they're, they're, the labor rate is a lot lower. So maybe my hourly rate at that point, the shop rate is maybe mm -hmm. 65, 70 bucks an hour, whatever Correct. it is. Yep. Everybody's just going to be different. You need to know what your. You got to know how to calculate yes, shop rate. Yes. And I think that's a great show for later, you know, how to calculate shop rate. But then when math, I'm doing math like, show. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> when I'm doing like paint correction, now I have a whole different type of shop rate. You know, now I might be at 125 an hour. Sure. So I know the common, I break that down into one step, two step, three step, mm -hmm. one step. I should have, you know, X amount of hours, two step, this, you know, yep. X amount of hours. And that's where my second calculation goes in. So if it's the 600 for the material and then on the paint correction, it's another, 600 bucks that's my 1200 bucks. bucks weird that didn't come to 1500 i was it pretty shocked just, by that that's, it, that's, it was teed up for you you didn't take the chance i always figure in a 300 uh, there's tip. always a 300 tip that's where <laughs> yeah they might have had a coupon uh, no so okay oh. well that makes sense right i mean that that that's a way to come up with it and really that's um it, it covers your end as far as your profit side because it considers cost and it considers time which is your you know which is associated with cost and your your shop rate that's that's going to change from area to area to your overhead whatever it may well, be so. yeah those things are calculated into your shop rate to cover cost and that cost is it does fluctuate so you may be paying higher in rent in california than i am in mobile alabama well chances are you are so, um, and, and so your shop pricing, while we're here talking about it, your shop pricing, I mean, how does your pricing set up? If you, I mean, you don't have to go over specifics, but like packages and add-ons or, or is everything priced a la carte? So, so I have a starting at, mm -hmm. um, typically, and then I know that that should take me X amount of time or us X mm -hmm. amount of time. And then from that point on, there'll be additional, if it's going to be dirty, you know, extremely dirty or uh pet hair or you know of course we have the occasional uh vomit or oh yeah you know which is all upcharge sure um, so it really depends on the vehicle at that point but it's all starting and then it goes up from there and i i'm we're very we make the customer very aware of that um we tell them hey um it, it's it starts at this when we see it we can tell you well you you can generally tell by looking at a vehicle and you know your your um, employees you know and, and the tools they have how well they're going to be able to clean that uh and so at drop off we can usually tell them hey it's going to be an additional 
hour or two hours. In fact, I heard you say the same thing this morning going yeah. to your customers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's uh, that's that's similar to how we do it as well. And then I'll dig in a little deeper there. Nick, uh, kind of, you want to discuss your pricing next, or you want me to go? Or? Oh, I, you draw, draw, pick a straw. Um, you go I'm ahead. With it. Yeah, yeah. Go and, ahead, because um, it's, it's different, and I think mine are mine and Mike's are a little more alike. So let's hear another different one, and then I'll kind of sum up with it. So for us, the goal, the overall goal is to have 100% transparent pricing and make it as easy for the customer to know exactly what they're going to pay, book online by themselves, and remove the sales team as much as possible. So when you have that starting off price, again, nothing wrong with it. But for us, it, it, it's just then the customer says, wait a second, I booked online. You know what I mean? It said $100, but you're going to charge me 200 because it was extra dirty. And you see what I'm saying? So right. our goal is doing a good, better, best model of mm -hmm. three different packages for interior, three different packages for exterior. You pick exactly what you need for your vehicle there mm -hmm. um, and, and, and sort of let that customer know exactly what they're jumping into. Um, without too again, well, there's there no surprises is, at that without point. Without the surprises, yeah. yeah. And and let's be real, dirtiness is subjective. Like, mm -hmm. how can I explain to you what our what what our normal level of dirty mm -hmm. or an excessive, and then the difference in those two? I'm supposed to give you a price, which we do that. I know, mm -hmm. how, like, but it's subjective. Yeah. And the one thing I think was really smart that Mike was saying demographics of it. So we just do a lot of market research, and we just look again within our five miles, within our twenty miles what are those pricing models that other people are using and then mm -hmm. making sure that our quality again is going to supersede them and our pricing reflects that so right. that they know again they're going to pay what they're going to pay for it but know that they're going to get a service that's that's top notch so so what i hear is you have basically flat rate pricing that doesn't really change if you book a mm -hmm. Uh, I may not have full detail, my full, de your full detail, whatever is 300 bucks, no matter the level of dirtiness. Now, obviously mm -hmm. there's some jobs you're going to make hay on and there's some you're going to wish you would charge them $3,000. Um, Absolutely. I mean, kind of work me through that, that mindset there. Yeah. So again, we have, we don't actually have any sort of combo packages. So we have interior and we have exterior. Yeah. So uh -huh. Yeah. So there isn't going to be a complete detail. And the sure. biggest reason that we explain to customers is like, look, we're not trying to sell you something that Next your year. car actually doesn't need. We yeah. just want to sell you what the, the, and honestly, the bare minimum your car needs to, to exceed the expectation of the customer mm -hmm. so that they're going to be happy with the price point and happy with the service. Um, I love that. So bringing, bringing them in for, if they just need a mini detail and I can knock that out in a couple hours, I don't really care if it's going to be a little extra dirty. We have to process the training, the tools, the chemicals and the, you know, and the staff sure. to knock that out on within that 90, 95% range. Right. Right. And I think that's what I was getting at. So some, some, you definitely, um, there, there, there's an opportunity there where some, you just don't make what you would make on some, uh, on others. Sure. And, and, and you take uh, the, the law of averages says, okay, over time I'm profitable because, and, and it's correct. And it's less of less concern to me because my customers like it. It works for us. We know what we're doing. We're going to, we do the same detail over and over and over again, which allows yep. us to develop a, uh, um, a SOP for it, which makes us more efficient. And the one thing is with us, which is a little different than, you know, I know you guys is we do have obviously the hand car wash aspect of it. So we've got these different revenue streams inside of one roof, which, yeah. which allows us which, to not be completely dependent on that one job and that mm -hmm. profit margin on the one job. In turn, we just focus on that customer service and the, the overall just experience for the customer. So there isn't any negativity where they're like, man, they got me on the price. Or the, you see what I'm yeah. saying? They yeah, know oh, absolutely. When, when they walk in there. Um, 
and, and I don't really mind, you know, if I have to take a little bit of a loss on a certain job and then make it up on a different one. Sure. You know, it's all about that quantity and that quality there. Yeah. You put it up through there and then you're eventually going to make, you know, you're well, not eventually you're going to make uh, some, some more on others than, than you do on some, but it'll average out and, and it's, and it's mm-hmm. profitable. Obviously you're in business, so it's profitable. Um, Ours is a little different than both. Uh, we do have packages. We only have two packages. We do split them. By the way, I want to talk about that interior and exterior. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like when I developed Detail Booking and I split the full detail package I, and started to tell people why we have it set up that way, we actually did go back and add the ability to do a combined package because people just complained about it enough. Mm-hmm. But the reality is, how I had this conversation with customers all the time where I'd say, okay, you want to buy our full detail in and out? Well, yeah, but my carpets don't need shampoo. Or I yeah. just waxed it six months ago. And I'm yep. like, and so we, now, well, now what do you do? Do you discount the full, do you discount it? Well, no, that's just part of our package. We're going to do it anyway. Yeah. No. So why not split that out? Why, why do those have to be linked? Those, they don't, they don't get dirty at the same level every single time. Matter of fact, it rarely happens. Uh, that they're and if I could jump in, and I think yeah, just from yeah, the customer ahead. perspective there, is when they see a complete detail and they see a price next to it, they're prepared to pay $300, whatever it may be, right? Yep. Yep. But then when they start reading through it, they're like, they're already good with paying $300. Yeah. But they look at the service and like, I really don't need this. I really don't need that. And then it's like the price doesn't reflect the work. You see what I'm saying? Oh, absolutely. Like some of it just doesn't have to get done. Yeah. No, and, and that's spot on. So then – we split the packages in and out. So we do, we offer you an interior detail and an exterior detail. And we offer two packages for both. Mm-hmm. But, and it's a maintenance and a standard. However, you cannot purchase our maintenance detail without having a standard detail within 30 days of that maintenance. I think it may be 60 days actually at this point. We <laughs> we, we expanded it a little to, to accommodate for these guys in our detail. Yeah, so, so all right. Think about this. We have a standard that we want to get yours up to, a standard that we want to get your car to, and then we maintain it from there. Mm-hmm. Our standard does not include things like our interior standard does not include things like shampoo and steam cleaning or leather condition. These are add-ons. We're mm-hmm. going to clean the car. Now, if it's needing shampoo, you can purchase that as an add-on. If it's needing steam cleaning, you can purchase that as an add-on. If you want leather conditioning, you can purchase that as an add-on. So our standard is only to get it clean to a certain to, to the to the standard. Then we want to protect everything as an add-on. So we're letting this per, we're letting our de- our customer purchase things as they need them instead of lumping it up into a package where it's negotiable. Yeah. Right. And then if if it's extra dirty, which again is super sub- subjective, one of the only things that I don't like about it. All right, is that how can you tell me my car's actually dirty? You're, you're going to detail it. Like, it's, of course it's going to be dirty, right? I wouldn't, I I wouldn't be here like, if it wasn't dirty. It's not that dirty, right? It's not right. too bad. Well, well who's <laughs> determining the dirtiness level, you know? Like, uh, how is the person going to charge me to get determined yeah. the level? So that is, that's a question that I have that I think. But anyway, so we sell that as an extra dirty fee, and then we price it by the hour spent. You saw me do that today. Yeah. Same thing for the exterior. Our standard detail does include a light polish. It includes a, clay, a light clay bar. And light polish. And then you buy the protection. So what do you want to put on it? And you cannot have a maintenance exterior without having a standard detail first. So that's it. Like, we don't have options. We're not going to, like, my thought of offering an express detail for something that needs a full 
is or, or something that needs uh, much more thorough details. How can I tell you how, how many French fries I'm going to leave under the seat to, to save time? You know, because I, now I got to save time because I'm only charging you a hundred bucks versus the three hundred that I needed to charge you. So I've got to leave something behind. Yeah. And and so that's that's how our packaging concept came, it was come up with. And okay. I wish I could take all the credit for that, but I have to give credit where it's due. Um, a couple of years ago, Prentice St. Clair came in here and did an um, uh, did an evaluation on our company. We worked together. Um, he spent a few days. He, he's, he's actually done it two years. That the two years ago, um, me and him together came up with that concept because we did offer an express, an elite, and a full detail. They were interior next year, but they were three levels. And then I had to train all my detailers on six packages. I had to, you know, we had to have that discussion with customers and who. That, that's the hard. Yeah. And, and so, so there's, there's differences there. So that's our concept of packages and, and, mm -hmm. and then pricing, you know, we haven't dug in there yet, but I wanted everybody to understand the difference in packages. And that's when I mentioned last week, I don't know if who, who was listening to it, but I mentioned, I would love to see a way to, for that packages get standardized in our industry where yeah. the things that we're all selling are very similar to each other instead of being all over the board, because that's why the issue is pricing is because none of the packages are standardized. Yeah. I mean, everybody's selling the, the demographics of it, that that's the aspect that gets pretty tricky, you know, and then it's going to be also the level of quality, you know what I mean? Right. Like standardized pricing and you someone that's got 30 years experience that just does paint correction, right? That's just uh -huh. all they do in wet sanding. You know, they're going to be really, really good at their craft there, you know, mm -hmm. and it's something where, you know, if you've got a really high end car, they're going to, be willing to pay more to be with that individual than yeah you know, versus the standardized pricing model across the industry and i think our business models change over years because i look at you know we've been in business for 20 years mm -hmm. 20 years ago we were doing all the soccer mom bands we're yep. starting out mm -hmm. and now we do so many ceramic coatings most of my details are basically coming in for maintenance previous coding, with details so now we're detailing their vehicles three or four times a year, mm -hmm. which their vehicles never get real dirty. So the soccer mom van ones, they're, they're kind of weeded. They're, they're like, weed you know, they, they call them. We're like, Hey, we're out this far. Mm -hmm. You may want to go check with somebody else. And we yeah. don't, you know, it's just the, well, it's not intentional. It yeah. It's, it, it, it's, you know, I think that pricing and quality has uh, determined your customer right. and your customer didn't determine your pricing right. and your quality. You know what's funny though is I also think it's also the expectation of that customer, right? Because mm -hmm. it's also the dollars spent versus the expectation of how clean do they really want it? You know what I mean? Yeah. I've got a lot of soccer mom, you know, just or minivans and SUVs and three row, you know, vehicles that come in and they're really happy with just doing a monthly car wash. Yep. And you know what? We're not going to scrub every little nook and cranny in there. Right. Be, we'll pressure wash your rubber mats and get you in and out in 10 minutes. And that car is a whole heck of a lot cleaner than when it came in. And they don't want to drop it off for a day to have it fully detailed. It just well, their time is, you know, they don't have time. And it's going to get dirty again. Within it's going to get dirty within again. a week. Yeah, exactly. they just need spruced up. So mm -hmm. here you go. You have three different detailers sitting in a room. You have three different packages in pricing. Can you imagine how hard it would be to answer the phone call 15 times a day from 15 other different detailers and say, how much would you charge for this? Yeah. It's difficult. Yeah. This is a yeah. difficult problem to solve in pricing. Now, I, I, go ahead. I think, though, the biggest thing is, is that most people don't know what their shop overhead is. Oh, that's it. So they, they don't know their cost. They don't know their cost. They don't know their cost. No mm -hmm. question. And and so th they overcomplicate the cost, too, by the way. And I'm glad you brought that up. That's 
that so that to come up with pricing that is what's needed regardless of the package that you include or not regardless of the services that you include in the package you need to know the cost of those services to perform and then yeah. you lump them up and you say okay this one cost me this this one cost me this this one cost me this and let's put it in a package and and so here's a price tag on it. along with demographics like what Nick said yeah market yeah. we have we have market ceramic driven. coatings you know as a rep i have installers that get anywhere from eight hundred dollars for a ceramic coating all sure. the way up to five thousand dollars sure sure months. yeah and it's it's across the board but mm -hmm. at the end of the day if, if especially let's let's focus on the guys that are fairly new in our industry um coming in maybe less than a year and they're they're struggling with pricing i think the first suggestion is understanding cost like don't worry about what someone else would charge worry about what you need to charge to stay in business another day and i think and, operating at that lower margin right it's understanding like you need the quantity you need willing to, to that's right a lower margin and just having a very simple menu don't overcomplicate it a, a good and a better there and you, you got go two things and you're going to be at a lower margin but you're going to get the work right that the you know that that'll yeah. get you off your feet and, and get your skill set right and it's easy to get great at a at a at a smaller list of things, right? You know, if you if you try to offer everything under the sun, first year in, you got every product that you're trying out at one time, you're trying to solve a lot of problems with a lot of variables, or, or you know, a couple problems with a ton of variables. If you can, if you start to reduce that and say, I'm only going to offer a couple packages, I'm mm -hmm. not going to, you know, get into this or that right now. Rock chips and paint chips and window tinting and, and PBF PR and, and yeah, yeah, I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to offer detailing right now and I'm going to be at a little bit lesser rate. Um, I'm willing to accept a lower profit margin right now as an investment into my company and build my customer base. And and don't be afraid of the dealership work that everybody always that says steers you away from. Afraid, yeah. You know, because <laughs> I mean, there is a point you have to put your foot down, but some there dealers is. will give you what you want they will and um at the same time i'll be honest my my first two years were dealership 100 yeah and that's what got me into the door you know i mean i was able to make a mistake and be okay yet because they're gonna put it on the lot you know and oh half the time you tell them hey i i burnt through a little spot here they're like we don't care no it's, they it's don't care it's, it's just going on the lot yep you know but that customer now you're paying for a thousand dollar panel or yep. whatever to be repainted so mm -hmm. it was it was the best thing i ever went through was dealership work i didn't like the pay at first but it got us to where yeah we and it's a heck of a learning lesson too you want to talk about learning how to detail efficiently is go do trash vehicles all day yeah. <laughs> you know you'll figure out ways um so nick pricing if you're a new guy coming into the industry and you're struggling with your pricing your suggestion what would your first suggestion be outside of trimming down the thing but like how to really come up with how much should i charge fred here for the detail in his jeep i think in in our industry again aside from some ceramic coatings and some really expensive products you know usually the the cost of you know the products being used is going to be relatively low if that's fair yes. to say it's so yeah. really just valuing your time and yeah. you're going to take a look at your time and you're going to put your whatever that hourly rate that that'll bring in the work for you and if you're okay with that to start off your business that's what i would that's how i would sort of play it out and being like look yes cost of doing business. I'm going to have some chemicals I'm going to have to buy and seeing how long it takes me to do these jobs is going to be the most important part of, of doing, if you're doing an express exterior, express interior, whatever it may be. Okay. If that's taking me a two hours, I've got to, I'm going to charge accordingly to be in business. I think right now there's so many, so many small people detailing right now, whether it's mobile, you know, or they just opened up a shop and they're like, man, I got to get cars in the door. 
Um, so playing a little bit of that undercutting game, you know, and I, the one thing I don't like doing is doing a lot of discounts or coupons because it's yeah. just going to devalue your service in the long term. And you'll mm -hmm. have those repeat customers coming back saying, they're hey, always hey, expecting that. Always yeah. expecting the deal. Yep. Yeah. So just sort of raising your prices over time gradually, knowing mm -hmm. where you're going in the long run, and then adding those services strategically, um, whether that is a ceramic coating or, you know what I mean? If you don't have that paint correction skill set yet, I would, you know, it's really hard to just jump in and do those ceramic coatings right off the bat, you know? Oh, absolutely. So figuring out how you can get as many of those sort of paint correction jobs into, into your shop or, or in a mobile setting um, would sort of be top priority there. Yeah. You know, um, my suggestion is, uh, or Mike, you want to jump in here? Uh, oh, go ahead. One of the things that I'd say is too, is, is finding somewhere that you can trust, you know, some type of training. Mm -hmm. you know, don't be afraid of the training. I'm not saying you have to go to every single training out there, right. but if you want to get into marine marine cleaning, like what you're doing tomorrow, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, just the small investment will turn into a huge um, profit for you. And or, most of the time, ROI. You know, so. most of the time at these trainings, we talk about pricing. Yeah, you know, and so it's and it's hyper specific to that. You know, whatever that training is about, marine, automotive, motorcycle, whatever, aviation. Because we, we learn, we, we teach ourselves a lot of bad habits over time, and it's hard to release them. And then yeah. you go to the, some of these trainings, the guys that have been in the market or the industry for a long time, and it's like, oh, wow, I've been doing it wrong, or there right. may be a shortcut. Um, and if you can't do the trainings, finding just a good mentor that you can mm -hmm. trust. Mm -hmm. um, but but you have to be really careful with that, too. Yeah, just text Mike <laughs> if, any, if you have any questions on pricing. No. So, <laughs> my you know, my thoughts to the new guys, right, new guys, is – if you're going to take a job, the first question you might ask is how much does it pay per hour? Because you know what you need to bring in to pay your bills. Well, that doesn't change just because you started a business. Your bills don't go away just because now I'm an entrepreneur. You still have to make that same amount of money to pay the bills. That's home bills. That's not your business bills. So that's your base point. Like I've got to make X and taxes and taxes. Uncle Sam wants his cut. <laughs> Rest assured. <laughs> uh, so, so, you know, think about that's your starting point is I've got to bring home X amount of dollars an hour, a week, a month, however you want to calculate this thing. Right. Um, ideally you say at the month level, then you break it down by the hours you're going to work. Now that's just your at home bills. You do the same thing for your company. Maybe you don't have rent yet. You should have insurance. You should have a business license. That's an annual thing. And there's some other things that you can take and divide out. All right. That's your next number. And then you got your um, you got your consumable products. That's your degreasers, your acids, your towels, things like that. And you can have a rough idea of the things you may need there. And if you don't, that cost is minimal compared to the other things. So you could just cushion that a little bit. If you're new into business, you say, I don't have any idea. Well, you take those numbers and add up, and that, once you get down to that hourly rate, that's going to give you an idea of what you need to make an hour. So when you price a job, you kind of got an idea of what you need to make an hour. Now, are you new starting business going to work eight hours a day, 40 hours a week, whatever, 160 hours a month or whatever that monthly? Probably not. So don't we need to add a little bit more to that in case we have some dead time or, uh, Lord forbid, a redo? So you get you you can do this thing without having to like understand your you know everything to a detail. You can literally break it down pretty simple 
and say, okay, this is what I have to make. And you'll understand real quick how close you are. Cause if you come up with a, an express detail, that's going to cost a thousand dollars, like, because I got to make all rent today, that's not going to happen. That's not realistic. Um, so you, you got to come up with the number and that will give, that's a starting point. That is not the finite way to come up with your shop hourly rate. That is a way to say, I have no idea what I'm doing. Let me give an attempt at it. And that will keep me a little bit more on the black or the positive side of things. Just a thought. Yeah. And again, over time, I think it's going to be, a, you know, each person will, they're going to have those different goals of what are those yeah. revenue goals you're trying to hit per month, you know, based on their, their lifestyle, their, you know, their family stuff. Again, it, it just, it really comes down to the individual and the demographics to try and figure out, Hey, look, I'm trying to be a $20,000 shop. You know what I mean? I'm trying to be a $50,000 shop. Like what, are, where are you trying to go? And then it really is just reverse engineering it. You know what I That's mean? That's right. With our mobile van, you know what I mean? It's like, look, we want to hit certain benchmarks with our mobile, and that means we have to do X amount. You know what I mean? You just go backwards. Yeah. Be like, you just hey, work backwards. Gonna... Yep. yep. Um, I do think any type of – if someone's starting out, the one thing that I don't think we touched on is creating some type of recurring customer package, the Absolutely. maintenance side of it. Absolutely. Um, because then you know that you're building that clientele base that's really what you're doing you're trying to get the that's same customer back every single month every three months every six months whatever that what works for your business mm -hmm. um and you're gonna have again you won't keep all of them but if you have that somewhere built into your model um that's been sort of our emphasis the last you know two three years of trying to figure out where those those maintenance washes are where you know where we can make sure we can track them coming back um and having that that as a strong number we have that flat rate. I mean, that, that guaranteed is worth something. That yeah. monthly ring, yeah. we know that mount's coming in, everything over the top of that. Then you can really dial dial it in. If you yeah. know overhead is covered by recurring yeah. and, and things you're doing on top is, pro I mean, not, like now we're talking, you know? Yeah. Um, and, and I think that it's a side of the business that's um, that nobody gives a whole lot of thought to, um, yeah. especially starting out. You're just saying, hey, I want, I'll want. i take anything I can get. But uh, it, definitely something they should consider. I mean, they should, you should really think about it. And especially <laughs> today, the tools you have, like your CRMs and stuff, you can schedule out so far. So when yeah. the customer picks Detail up. bookie. Right. <laughs> yes. That's the first thing we're saying is like, hey, do you want to schedule for your next one? Because it's always like the customers that, hey, I need something done now. And it's like, oh, sorry, we're a couple weeks out. Yeah. Um, so now I can, when they pick up, I can say, hey, we can schedule you for your next four appointments and it's guaranteed. And we actually do that. Yeah, we so we, we go in and we plan their so on a on a uh, ceramic coating, we mm -hmm. we we don't require, we suggest a quarterly wash, we do require an annual. We go ahead and book those. Yep. All right. Here's the, here's the reality. 100% don't show up. Okay. But but what if I, what if 60% shows up? That's probably 60% more than what has showed up had I not taken the time and, and hit the button and it created three jobs. Like, but it also creates that element where they're not out there searching. They're no, not out there looking reminded. to be somewhere else. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? They're saying, oh, I'm already there with, you know, EZN. I'm already going to Splash. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they already know, trust. You know what I mean? It just builds over time. It does. It does. And, and, and that's big. So, you know, thinking about pricing and – it doesn't have to be that hard. And also, here's another reality is don't be scared to ask other people what they charge, like in your area. You know, yeah. listen, uh, pricing is pretty much readily available. There's nothing that, you know, stops anybody from figuring out what you charge. It shouldn't be hidden. 
Like, yeah. I mean, Walmart don't hide its prices from, from Kmart. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know if Kmart's <laughs> Lowe's don't hide its prices from Home Depot. Why yeah. are detailers so worried about another detailer finding out what they charge? And yeah. they, if, if you think that nobody has secret shoppers, you're lying. Right? Yeah. Oh, and absolutely. They, do, they so. absolutely do. So, so don't be scared to, and, and, you know, whether you want to be transparent about it or not, I don't know. It depends on how receptive the person you're calling is, but don't be scared to find out what other people are charging to kind of give you an idea. Hey, is what I'm coming up with, is this, is this realistic or, or am I like way out of the line here? Yeah, no, I, again, that's that all of our pricing is, you can just find it on the website. You know, oh, I, I, it's, it's yeah. there, there for the customer. It's there for other detailers. It's there for anybody. Whatever. No, yeah. it, it, it doesn't, doesn't matter to us one bit. No. So, I, uh, you know, I love this conversation, but you can see what makes it tough. What makes it tough. Um, the fact that we all offer different packages or services lumped into different packages. Um, yeah. And then, so we, then we, of course we charge different rates because we all have different shop costs and we all have different, dreams and aspirations of ourselves and our businesses. And then we all have different experience levels and quality. And so there's so many variables here that makes it tough for each of us to know what the other one's going to charge for something, of course, but that keeps it fresh and our customers can always kind of find the shop that's right for them. Hmm. 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 Summed it up pretty good. <laughs> all right. What else we got? Yeah, we got some, we got a few more minutes, huh? Uh, when's the next vacation? That's next my vacation, <laughs> man. I think I'm yeah. all used up for a little while. Fourth of July got the last piece of me. <laughs> yeah, we, uh, yeah, man, we had a good time. We went up to the uh, to a uh, camp and uh, had no phone service from Saturday afternoon till Tuesday afternoon, and it was amazing. I had like yeah. 400 calls, missed calls from Mike Carlin. Yeah, I loved every bit of it. I was like, look at this guy. <laughs> uh, but it was really relaxing. We got a lot of sun. My face is peeling now. So, Mike's going on vacation. Where are you going, Mike? Well, this uh, so I'll be here until Tuesday in Alabama, and then we go up to Lexington for our um, ages and armor training. Okay. And then after that, I'm going to Gatlinburg for about a week. There so, you go. And then over to West Virginia, and then back home. <laughs> you're just you're just all over the place. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> We went south and he goes north, but I guess that's coming south for you too. It is. Yeah. See, that's going north for us. We go to the mountains when it's cold. Oh, speaking of cold, <laughs> he got a he had a very cold cold plunge this morning. Oh, uh, he did. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't cold. <laughs> it's cold for us, you know. Us, yeah. Our warm temperatures, fifty degrees, is freezing to us. Is it fifty degrees down there right now? The the water was. Oh, okay. The water, okay. Yeah, it was a cold tub. So. Yes. All right. Well, we're going to get after it here. We got to get back to planning out our training. Nick, do you have any other thoughts you wanted to add to it? No, um, I think it was just anyone that's starting out, just keep it simple, you know, mm -hmm. and um, if anyone has questions, always reach out. You know what I mean? I think the detailing community is very helpful with everything. You know what I mean? Just whether it's business side, pricing, whatever it is, reaching yeah. out to me, Dustin, Mike, whoever it is. Um, if you've got questions, it's better to ask, you know what I mean? Save you, save you a headache down the road. Sure. Sure. Mike, any last thoughts? I think that sums it up. I, I will say a lot of new guys. I just I just was mentoring a young guy in our area the other day, and it was the business insurance. Yeah. He was on Facebook, and he's, hey, I can do this for 80 bucks. And I just reached out to him because he was getting blasted by people. Yeah. And um, I said, hey, the guy that told you you need business insurance, 
you do. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And I, and then I just told them, Hey, reach out with any questions. In fact, you may be able to come to my shop and help us or, you know, get oh, some yeah. training or whatever. He was 18 years old, but, um, yeah. business insurance for those that are starting out a new business, very, very, very important. And it's really not as big of a cost as what you think. I mean, mm -hmm. it seems like it, but the first time something happens where you may have to use it, it's well worth it. So, yeah. Um, oh, it's just spot on. You know, my, my last comment is to understand cost and it's not, you don't have to overcomplicate it. You could literally write it down on a sheet of paper and just start. Okay. I bought this, I bought this, I bought this and, 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 you know, stop at a month, 30 days, whatever, you know, do 30 days and then look at the amount of cars that you did in those 30 days and then take those two and just see, you can start to see how much you're spending per car. And how mm -hmm. much you're and how much you're spending to generate a certain dollar of revenue, that becomes a percentage of revenue, right? That's your cost of goods. And so, on a simple level, how much did it cost me to do this number of details? And once you start to understand that, then you can start putting numbers on top of it, things like rent and pay and and insurance. And and now you're starting to understand a true pricing module that that will work for your company because it is hyper specific to you and your expenses. So don't overcomplicate it. Don't worry about hiring a CPA. It's, it's not that big of a, it's not that hard. If you just track it, just come up with what you're spending on a monthly basis, look at the amount of cars and that's going to fluctuate. But if you do it month after month after month, at some point it'll level out. The it'll average out. Yeah. Yep, so. and, and I, and it's one last thing. It's really mm -hmm. important too, because I think a lot of new people undervalue themselves. Absolutely. And, and you know, $30 an hour seems like a lot to them. Like, Hey, this took me four hours. I got 120 bucks, mm -hmm. but they don't, they don't think they don't about all cost. that stuff. Yeah. It's yeah. like, you just made five bucks an hour. You yeah. Know? And, yeah. um, and let's not forget, you know, we see the rising of, I used to manage a $110 million company mm -hmm. and a year and a half ago, I quit after 22 years. And I was paying my guys at that time, 1350 an hour. Mm -hmm. And a year and a half later, that's that was starting pay. Okay. Starting pay in the same position now is $20 an hour. Wow. Okay. Wow. So that's six and a half dollars an hour more. Yeah. And I think that's the other reason why we have to be really careful as, as detailers, as a business is there is a time for us to raise our prices and yeah. we have to constantly evaluate where do we need to be? Um, should we be raising prices subtly? Just like what you were saying, you were saying earlier, because everybody else is making more money. So don't be afraid to charge your value. Just don't overcharge you mm -hmm. have to find that where your value is yeah and and when we talk about hourly pay you should never think about your hourly pay as your as your revenue as what came in on a job that is not your hourly pay your right. hourly pay is what you took home after everything was paid rent insurance uh chemicals pads polishes tools what you got left over is your hourly pay that's what you got and after taxes that's what you got paid per hour to do that job, not what the customer gave you for that hour's worth of work. And, and don't forget, like you want vacations, a regular Absolutely. job, you would, you would get two weeks paid vacation. Pay, pay, you have pay to plan that stuff in so that you can, you don't feel bad shutting, you know, while it, walking away from the shop for a week. Well, that you can, afford you, can afford you can afford to. You can afford to. Health insurance. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. All yeah, it. the list goes on. <laughs> Kids are expensive. Yeah. <laughs> yes, they are. Yes, they are. 
Well, guys, look, hopefully that kind of provides some clarity in a sense or at least some direction. We know there's a lot to it. Um, like Nick said, reach out to us. You know, we're happy to help in any way. Um, it's 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 uh, complex in that it's involved. Your situation is specific. You know, that's about the only complexity into it. Outside of that, it's just calculating your cost to do a job. And what will your market bear? What will the cost, you know, what will the market bear for the price of the job? Um, so we look forward to next week's conversation and uh, glad to be back, man. Glad to see you. You're yeah. back uh, at work, Nick, like back. the rest of us, you know? Excited. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. We'll see y'all next week. Appreciate you. Thank see you, guys.